the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, who he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who is about to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse and used to steal what was put into it. Jesus said, leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise What a waste. That's what Jesus says after Mary pours a whole bottle of perfume on Jesus' feet, equal to a year's wages. Would you spend $50,000 on a bottle of smelly liquid and pour it all over someone's feet, even if it was the love of your life? What a waste. That's what I felt about my former partner's addiction to crystal meth years ago. What a waste of his life and his talents after he lost everything, his job and his relationship. What a waste. As author Rob Bell wisely adds, underneath Judah's comment is a universal longing and an ache we all relate to. You give yourself to a relationship, and it ends. You give yourself to your kids, and they may let you down. You invest time and money into a project, or a cause, or a political initiative, and nothing comes from it. Did I waste my time? Did I waste my expenditure of energy? Was it worth it? Was my life worth it? Sometimes all the losses of life can seem like a waste, that we grow old, that our bodies fail us, that our minds fail us. Our Lenten book, Waking Up White, reminds us what it is like to be black and 
to face racial issues every day of your life. Or think of people who struggle with mental illness and how overwhelming it is to find the strength for just one more day. One writer received the news that he had ALS at 35. He realized that he'd probably die within a few years, but it's only a matter of time for all of us, he went on, that eventually we lose everything. And at some point we confront the fact that each of us, as the poet William Butler Yeats writes, is fastened to a dead animal. What a waste. Now imagine with me true waste. You know, trash, garbage, compost, junk, refuse. Rubbish is the word in our reading from Philippians. The original Greek means human excrement. Paul is saying that in the end, all his titles, all his accomplishments, his resume, they don't mean a thing. All his losses are nothing. They're rubbish, they're waste, they're crap, really, compared to sharing in Jesus' death and resurrection. And eventually that wake-up call dawns on us too, doesn't it? We press on into the future, not grasping after the things that don't really matter, but clinging to the things that do. But what about Mary's waste of all that expensive perfume? Now in church, we make crosses with scented oil on foreheads. And we're going to do that again today during communion. But you'd probably call the bishop if your pastors used their hair to rub oil on your feet like Mary did. <laughs> Judas says the perfume could have been sold and given to the poor. Ah, but Ju Judas' true motive is anything but care for the poor. And no question that everything about Jesus' ministry is about care for the needy and the marginalized. So something else must be going on here. Jesus suggests that what Mary is doing is beautiful. She is anointing his body for a death and a burial soon to come. It may seem like waste, yet nothing is really lost. Nothing is really wasted in the divine economy, in the divine landscape. Even our losses are part of the fabric of life and all the perfume, all the devotion, all the love is not wasted at all. Mary's offering, her sacrifice, her intention, they are infused with something precious, something sacred. No surprise that a lot of people would think what we're doing right now is a waste of time. What is accomplished in a church service? Martha Dawn even wrote a book called A Royal Waste of Time. And it's on worship. 
She makes the point that the purpose of liturgy isn't to attract new members, even though we'd like them. It's not to get a good review on Yelp, though we'd like it. It's not to get points with God, because Lutherans talk about grace. Rather, worship is an act of devotion with no other goal at all, reminding us that life is not ultimately about profit or accomplishing things. Life is not ultimately about accumulating things and money. I read a bit in another book with a title I love, Scenting Salvation, Ancient Christianity and the Olfactory Imagination. By the fifth century, many Christian communities developed a lavish use of incense, holy oils, and sacred scents. These holy smells opened them to the divine and showed the importance of the body in devotion. Our use of all five senses in this community could seem like a waste to some people, utterly unnecessary, as if we experience God only in our heart or our mind and not in our bodies. For in God, all things belong, our bodies and souls. All things belong, even the great losses of our lives, the things beyond our comprehension. So in a moment, we will sing a classic Lutheran chorale Maybe not known to you, but one sung through the centuries by many of our forebears with words of great, great devotion. Lord, thee I love with all my heart. I pray thee ne'er from me depart. And should my heart for sorrow break, my trust in thee can nothing shake. Or as the psalmist adds, those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Perhaps there is no greater loss than the body of Jesus crucified at a garbage heap outside the city. What a waste. Yet each Sunday we acclaim the cross as a sign of life and resurrection. We process with the sweet smell of incense. Everything belongs. And so we press on to Easter and to the God who provides a way through the wilderness to an, to an extravagant springtime of new life. Amen.